What's going on, all my podcast members? See Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. And I think it's going to be a pretty decent one. Not a whole lot to really talk about, but we got some points to cover. Um, and one of the main things right now that really pisses me off that I think needs to be talked about is this uh, service member that's been put in prison. His name is Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. And um, I just want to say first and foremost that my hat goes off to him and my heart goes out to him. We need more people like him in this country fighting for the people. And the fact that he's locked up right now is a fucking disgrace. Not just to him and what he fought for the, for the past 17 years. He's done five different deployments. He's actually considered a hero by a lot of his marines and cohorts and whatnot. And now he's sitting in the fucking brig. Now he's sitting in a military prison for just simply speaking out and wanting uh, these top officials to hold accountability. Talking down to the senior officials, they, the military sees that as a form of treason. If you go and make a statement publicly that the U.S. government is not doing their job right, the military is not doing their job right, they'll throw you in fucking prison and throw away the key. Um, which, I mean, if you look at the Capitol riot, that's proof right there that that's exactly what they'll do to you. They've got at least five different people still, if not more, that are still sitting in prison, haven't been charged yet, haven't had a right to a fucking speedy trial yet, and yet they're still imprisoned without being charged with anything. That is illegal. It is a violation of just basic rights. And it's disgusting. It really is... It, it pisses me off. And when I get pissed off about things like this, I tend to get pretty emotional. <laughs> because this is some guy that he spent his whole career fighting for our country. He didn't have to go back those, you know, after his first tour or his second tour, even his third tour, he didn't have to go back for the last two tours or three tours or whatever. <clears throat> but he chose to. And he chose to do it because it was the right thing to do. Just like him speaking out about this shit was the right thing to do. And I really admire people that don't bend or break. It takes a really special person, a really strong individual to not bend. To say, you know what, I'm going to stick up for what's right and that's, that's that. No matter how much you guys punish me or what you do, I'm never going to fold. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And I have a real admiration for people like that. 
So not only is Lieutenant uh, Colonel Scheller a hero for serving our country for 17 years, but he's the type of hero that this country needs for somebody to actually stick up for what's right and stand up for the people. No matter what happens in this whole shimdig, no matter what happens in the trial, if he even gets a trial, I'm pretty sure when you go to military military court, you don't get a jury trial. You get a trial with all of your peers that get to decide your fate. All the people that are higher-ups, all the high-ranking officials, the big wigs, they're the ones that get to say what your fate's going to consist of. There's no such thing as, you know, uh, like let's say somebody was still on active duty and they ended up murdering somebody. They would have two separate cases. They would have a federal case for murder and then they would also have a court-martial case for the military, which nine times out of ten the military is going to be able to overthrow whatever the federal government says so let's say you get like ten years in prison for manslaughter for the for the murder the federal government's going to step in and say no 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 you guys might only want to give them ten years but we're going to give them the maximum sentence which is twenty five years to life in Guantanamo Bay or um, Quantico. Um, and that's fucked up. That's where they put fucking terrorists. That's where they put people that want to do harm to our country. Why would we put our soldiers in the same place? <clears throat> Why do we let out people into the general population that are killers... Why do we let out rapists and shit, but then we hold the most uh, punishment for people like soldiers that gave the ultimate sacrifice? It just doesn't make fucking sense. It doesn't make sense at all that we got criminals out here on the streets that get less punishment than people who sacrificed everything. That's what pisses me off the most. We all knew that veterans don't get treated the way they should anyways. There's plenty of fucking veterans that fought in the Gulf War, that fought in the Vietnam War, uh, the World War II survivors that did exist. Uh, they weren't taken care of. They weren't treated good. They should be put up on the highest pedestal. They should be getting better treatment than the fucking general of the army right now. Because they fought. They've been through it. They did it. It's a fucking total disgrace. And I agree with his family. On Lieutenant Colonel Scheller's family that says it's a cowardice act to put a gag order on somebody just because they're going to speak out. It's fucking terrible. <sighs> I just don't know how else to put it. But, anywho... I went to work today, 
I had a pretty good time. It was me and Calvin, the new kid. Ooh. And, um, I had an idea, but I wasn't quite sure. But me and Calvin went to the same school. We graduated the same year. We were part of the class of 2008. Um, I didn't know this until we started talking more about it at work one day and how he was on the football team and and how he knew a lot of the same people that I knew that we went to school with. And uh, I just have a really good time whenever I work with him. We always have fun. It's laid back. <clears throat> Actually, me and Calvin joke around the whole time. We have a good time, but we also get our job done. So... Calvin is getting up there on one of my favorites. I've got a list of favorites. And um, my co-worker Crystal is probably up there at the top. She's actually one of my favorites. Followed by Kyle. It's, it's a fight between Kyle and Calvin. So <clears throat> Kyle's been kind of pissing me off lately, but it's whatever. Um, so yeah, I had a pretty good night, it went by pretty smooth, and now I'm at home, I'm trying to relax, um, I've done got my shower for the night, I'm gonna do a foot soak, uh, here a little bit later while I'm watching TV, and, um, then I'm gonna eat, and slowly make myself make my way to bed so but for right now like I said I'm just sitting here drinking some beer and that was one of the first headlines that I had watched in my news feed so <clears throat> anywho sorry about clearing my throat um, but, uh, so that was one of the, like I said, one of the main headlines that I got to see. I didn't get very much time to watch the news, but something else that caught my eye was that China was putting down three or four different pet cats probably more than that but that's what's been reported and they claim that they have the virus With that being said from the get-go from the very beginning it was stated it was a fact that you couldn't get it from <clears throat> any other animals you couldn't get it from a dog you couldn't get it from a cat because a dog and a cat's DNA is not as close to a human as, let's say, a bat. That's what they claim. They say a bat's DNA is a lot more closer to a human. So, that's what they said in the past anyways. Now, they're saying, you can get it from your fucking pet cat. Um, now, is it the same coronavirus that we've been exposed to over here? Maybe not. Maybe it's a new mutated version that 
can skip to other species now. Uh, maybe it's got a gene modification in it where, or a mutation where, you know, it can be passed along from different species. Who knows? A lot of the people that lived in China said it was just their way of doing a pointless uh, euthanization. Pointless slaughtering, pretty much. <clears throat> that was pretty crazy. Um, but then I also seen that they had a failed rocket launch. They were trying to put another satellite up into orbit. And it ended up failing. And now they're trying to say that maybe it might be because the United States ban on China for computer chips. It's possible possibility um, because one of the main uh, one of the main manufacturers of these chips is Taiwan and we all know about China and Taiwan right now that's the whole reason why China wants to take over Taiwan I do believe is because they've got all this technology they've got all this uh, revenue coming in from making these computer chips and shit they want to be the one that's in control of it. And now that they're not in control of it, they can't get any computer chips. Um, you see a lot more failed launches considered back in the day. Back in the day before they had the ban, you didn't see hardly any rocket launches that failed. First of all, it's getting very costly They've had like four different failures so far, pretty recently, and um, it's very, very, very expensive just to even build the rocket, let alone for it to just disintegrate and not serve its purpose. So, <clears throat> um... That's kind of crazy too. We're going to see how the space race comes out on this. We're going to see how the Chinese economy comes out on all this uh, political games that's going on. And it doesn't look so good for China. you got major companies like Evergrande that's going in the hole. They've, they've lost over $100 billion, I do believe. They don't have any more money left. And other companies are going to follow suit. They're going to do the same thing. So, and eventually, when China's economy is so weak, and they don't have anybody that uh, is working as much as what they used to, it's going to be a very ugly day, because the Chinese government is going to force these people to work. It's going to be like... Uh, the documentary that I've seen about North Korea. They go to work, they come home. They go to work, they come home. There's no street signs even on the streets that say, the hospital's this way. Because if you're not from around there, and you don't know where the hospital is, then you shouldn't be there to begin with. Pretty much. That's their ideology. I know it's fucking crazy, but... Um, 
China exploits its people. Whether you work in a labor camp like the Uyghurs, or whether you, you work at a tech firm somewhere, or you're a bank teller, China's getting money from you. They're exploiting you. And if you don't work, you don't pay your fair share, then they're going to come and they're going to either kill you or put you in prison. So, or they're going to cut your body up into pieces and use you as, use your organs and shit. So, that's another thing that people have been talking about here lately is how to stop organ harvesting. How to nip it in the butt, how to battle and prevent organ harvesting. Well, let me tell you how you prevent that. You tell them that they're going to seize all operations or you're going to intervene. And that's pretty much all you want to leave it at. You don't tell them that we're going to come over there and invade. You don't tell them we're going to blow them up. You don't tell them any plans. You just give, give their mind the room to elaborate on what you mean. <clears throat> China is all around just a terrible country. They hate America. They hate Australia. They hate Germany. They hate Taiwan. They hate Japan. Pretty much anybody except for Russia or Iran or Afghanistan, they don't want anything to do with them. And even then, with like Afghanistan, they only want something to do with the Taliban because they want what the Taliban have. They want all those weapons and all that technology that the U.S. left behind to study it. And they want all those air bases. They want to be in control of them. Those are multi-million dollar air bases, if not billions. And they're just left there. And the Taliban is so poor, they don't have any money. So what are they going to need with all these air bases and no planes? So China is like, hey, we'll help you fly these helicopters. We'll help you learn how to use them if you scratch our back too. And that's how China works. There's, there's no reason that China wants to help out another country unless they've got something that they're going to get out of it. So we need to keep our eyes locked on uh, Afghanistan and China. Russia, I don't think Russia is stupid enough to dilly-dally with China here lately because China's been pissing on Russia. China's been saying that they've had a land dispute for a while now over Vladivostok. China claims that Vladivostok has been part of their land for centuries. Same thing they're trying to pull with Taiwan. And um, Russia is like, listen, we're not going to fucking play around with you over this shit. We've been your friend for years, but this is our shit. And so China doesn't like that. They don't like somebody bolstering up to them. Because they think they're the biggest nation. They think they're the best nation. And it doesn't matter if it's Russia or America that talks back to them. They don't like it. And um, 
then, after all that, after the arguments with Putin and Xi Jinping, um, Putin finds out that Xi Jinping, the Chinese, have been stealing all the plans for all the nuclear subs that Russia has. They've been copying their work. So Russia's seen that and they're like, hey, that's a no-no. You can't do that. You can't just take our shit and use it. And China basically says, well, what are you going to do about it? And Russia says, well, we're going to stop fucking with you. We're going to stop being your little friend. And then we're going to see how many enemies that you have. So now China and Russia aren't really sitting on the best terms. <laughs> and I think it's... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> I think it's understandably so. I think there's a reason why Russia should be pissed off at China. What has China done for Russia? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, they're trade partners. That's about it. They help them with grains and with natural gas and so on and so forth. And the other one helps them with technology and so on and so forth. Different imports or exports. <coughs> but other than that, what has China done for Russia? If anything, Russia wants to stay the fuck away from China because of all the damn virus breakouts. It's gotten pretty crazy over the past year. Things have gotten like tenfold crazy. Things were crazy before, but now it's like hitting a tipping point <clears throat> so it's going to be really interesting to see how this goes in the next five years honestly I'm not going to say it's going to be really interesting but it's going to be really fucking scary <laughs> I mean for anybody to sit here and think that everything's just peachy keen, fine and dandy. It's not. It's not even close. Anyways, it's a crazy fucking world, and we don't even know what's going on in our own country, let alone for us to be worried about other countries. But there's going to come a time when we are going to end up in war. It's going to come. I mean... Things can only go on for so long. And uh, that's kind of where we're sitting. Anyways. I uh, ended up getting some taco gringo tonight to eat. And... Um, <laughs> I usually don't uh, eat taco gringo. I kind of think of it as like a drunk person's hangover food or white people tacos. That's pretty much what I call them. 
because it's not real Mexican. It's like a fast food Mexican joint where everything's reheated pretty much. <laughs> it's the best way to explain it, but it's not an authentic Mexican place. It's kind of like a Taco Joe's. Anybody that's had, or a Taco John's. Anybody that's had Taco John's before. Jolly Tamale is the same way. Last night I was um, gonna watch a movie on Netflix, but then I got to watching something else. And by the time I was done with it, it was like five in the morning. I mean, the sun was coming up. I'm like, I'm not gonna stay up and watch anything else. So uh, there's quite a few movies that I still need to watch. And I haven't had the fucking time to. <laughs> I've been so busy and shit lately. It's not even funny. But I think over these next few days, I'm going to have enough time. Hopefully. i still got some things to do tomorrow. I've got to go do some clothes shopping tomorrow. Uh, some basic clothes shopping. Get a few little necessities, pick up something to eat. I gotta run over to my mother's house tomorrow and pick up something that I left over there. So, it's gonna be a pretty busy day tomorrow. And meanwhile, I'm thinking about uh, using my uh, tax money to pay my rent and then using the money on my car that I just got paid with to um, buy that portable washing machine because I can't even tell you I can't even explain to you how how much I'm over doing laundry by hand it's fucking terrible ah. so I ate those Haunted ghost pepper chips last night. And <clears throat> I don't know what to what to really say about it. Because a part of me liked them, but a part of me said that they weren't hot enough. <clears throat> they only give you two ounces in there. So by like the first ounce, you're like, okay, this is pretty warm, you know. And it gets a little bit hotter and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's pretty warm, you know. And uh, then by the time you're feeling it, the bag's gone. So it's pretty shitty. <laughs> and it's not as hot as what I thought it was. So now that I'm at home, 
plenty of time to uh, sit around here and uh, fill my vaporizer and smoke it. I couldn't really do that today at work. I was pretty busy, so. Uh. Hmm. So, tomorrow, I'd like to go <clears throat> and get stuff to make shrimp on the grill. And you can do so many things with shrimp on the grill. You can just eat the shrimp right off the skewers, or um, you can mix it in and put some peppers and onions on it. Uh, or... You can take the shrimp after a day or whatever is leftovers and you can make shrimp tacos out of them. So, I like all the above. But I do really want to save some shrimp uh, so I can make shrimp tacos because <clears throat> there's something about taking a tortilla, you put some shrimp in it, put some shredded cabbage in there with it, and you pour a little bit of sauce over the top. And something about that that's so crisp, it's so fresh, something different, and it's quick, it's easy. So I'm thinking about doing that. I don't know. Then again, I thought about not cooking on the grill and uh, just getting some groceries from the grocery store. I don't know. <clears throat> don't really feel like cooking tomorrow. I can tell you that. I could end up getting Chinese food or I can end up uh, making shrimp. Or I can end up making something that I haven't even fucking thought about yet. <laughs> I'm so indecisive, it's not even funny. And I'll be thinking about what I'm going to cook for the next 24 hours. <laughs> Pretty much. So... <clears throat> I um, haven't been making too much content, I've been in a real big uh, rut, that's what I call a rut, it's a, it's a depression thing pretty much, um, you're going to get some dumbass out there that says rut season is when deers have sex, <laughs> we're not talking about that. When you're stuck in a rut, you're really it's really hard to get back out. So I'm still trying to battle that. I think I'm doing pretty good. I haven't been too depressed today. Until now. <laughs>
but it is what it is and I'll get through it just like I always do. It takes a very strong individual to sit here alone with nobody to talk to and to be inside their mind for hours at a time. <coughs> and uh, that's how a lot of people do commit suicide. They don't have anybody to talk to. <clears throat> this, this fucking frog in my throat's got to go. Um, anyways, people with depression usually commit suicide because they don't have anybody to talk to. I feel like nobody can relate. Nobody understands them. Nobody gets them. Everybody's out to get them, pretty much. And, um, yeah. But if you work at it over the years, and you become very good at handling it on your own, it's the best medicine that you can get. Naturally. I mean, <clears throat> you don't have all those side effects that you can get with it, or pumping your body full of foreign drugs, or, you know... If you can deal with depression naturally, normally, you're going to be twice as mentally strong as the next guy. I promise you. Somebody who is, you know, if you look at teenagers nowadays, or if you look like at young uh, adolescent adults, whatever, um, they don't know how to hold their rage. They don't know how to... It's really easy to get underneath their skin. It's really They're really mentally weak. They let things bother them. They let people bother them. They let things get to them. Until they just snap. <clears throat> but if you look at somebody that's older... Somebody that's maybe in their 30s. Somebody that's been around the block a few times. Somebody who doesn't have anybody to help them get through their problems. They're going to be the one that's stronger. Nine times out of ten. Um, with that being said... Some people wonder where the fuck I'm at a lot of times. I'll take a month to myself. I'll take three months to myself. I've done that before. And then whenever I come back out of the woodwork, they're like, where you been? I haven't seen you in forever. Well, if you cared about me enough, you would know that I've been battling depression. <clears throat> so... Uh, I have my days, I have my moments. I might have had a shitty day yesterday, but today it went pretty good. It wasn't terrible, it wasn't great, so it's kind of in between. Now, tomorrow is going to be a toss-up. I don't know if it's going to be a good day. I don't know if I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a terrible day. And that's kind of the, uh, 
the worrisome thing about me here lately is one day to the next uh, I can be happy or sad pretty much or you know there's been times when I went on a whole week and I'm feeling great but it's really been up and down lately it's really been fluctuating back and forth back and forth and I'm trying to get a hold on it I'm trying to figure out what it is I'm trying to figure out how to contain it I'm trying to figure out how to battle this depression the best that I can because it's almost like something I've never dealt with before <clears throat> and um like I said, there's nobody to talk to about it, and even if there was somebody around to talk to, they wouldn't understand. So, that's the whole thing about dealing with depression, is um, I've already battled depression through my teenage years, through my young adult life years. Now I'm getting to be 30 years old, I'm still battling depression. And like I said the other night, there's never been a time in my life where I've thought, I'm just having the greatest time of my life. There's no point in time whenever I sat there and thought, life's just going great. Life couldn't get any better. It's the complete opposite. I'm like, when am I going to get my fucking break? And I feel like until I can actually let back and let loose, enjoy my fucking life and not be so stressed, it's going to be that way. So. <clears throat> I'm trying to become more independent. And less reliant. Even though I pay my own bills. I make my own money. When I say less reliant. I mean on everything. Less reliant on going to the grocery store. Becoming less reliant on. Having to make enough money to pay rent. Um, and more money to spend on groceries. Um, I don't know. It's really, I've been dealing with a really crazy situation here lately. And it's really hard to explain. So, it's something that's like, you know, whenever you go to a family reunion, or a class reunion, I should say, and there's people that you haven't seen in like 10 years, 20 years, whatever, and you go there, and John Doe over here is, he's got his own business, he's got three kids, he's got a nice house, he's got a nice car, he's doing good. And Johnny over here, uh, his friend, also is doing good. And so is Stacy. Stacy's doing great. She's got her own uh, web design uh, company. and She makes bukus of dollars and doesn't have to fucking wake up to go to work. She can work whenever she wants. And this person, uh, this other person, Deborah, you know, went off and became a nurse. And she's been working on that for the past 10 years. And now she's been through the ER and she's a flight nurse has one of the greatest jobs ever. 
And it seems like there's so many people around you that uh, they're living the dream. They're living the American life. Everything is going great. And then you look back at your life and you're like, man, what the fuck am I doing? the fuck is the purpose of life and why haven't I been chasing it until now? That's kind of how my life's been. Except no uh, class reunion. Just other peers and, and people around me that... And, again, I know these people can't really afford the lifestyle that they live. They can't afford that $60,000 challenger that they just bought working two jobs that are minimum wage. But it just still gets underneath my skin. Because I think if they can do it, then why can't I? If they can go out and buy a $60,000 car that they can't afford, why can't I do that? You know? There's people out here that are my age that own a house. And I think, if they can own a house, why the fuck can't I own a house? And that's kind of been my mentality lately. I feel like I'm not good enough. I haven't been, um... I haven't been pursuing any dreams or anything. Uh, that's kind of got me down in the dumps lately, I think. That's probably the main point. But... I still bounce back and I say, you know, hey, you don't need any of that shit to have a good life. You don't need to be a lawyer or a doctor or a fucking mayor of a town or a politician in order to have a good, prosperous career or a good, prosperous life. You don't even need to have a career. You can sit on the side of the road selling watermelons at a fruit stand and still be content with your life. But it's all in whether or not you're happy. Are you happy? Are you content with the way that you're living? If you were to die tomorrow, could you look back and say, yeah, I'm happy with the way I lived? Some people will say, yeah. Some people, you know, that I know, I got a really good friend, uh, he seems like he's doing very good right now. He's got a, uh, a wife. He's got a good job. He's got his PhD. Um, he's got a car. Um, he's got a credit card and, you know, a savings account and uh, so on and so forth. He just seems like he's doing great, right? But I know deep down... Even those people have their demons. Even those people don't feel like they're good enough. They feel like they could be better. So. I have to pick myself up every day. Whenever I beat myself down. And that's the part that. Probably makes me the strongest. I beat myself down every day. And I pick myself back up. And I never thought about it like that until now. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way it is. That's my life.
have nobody else to blame except for me. I'm the one that beats myself down every day, and I'm the one that has to pick myself back up. So, I sit there and blame myself a lot of times for not having a, not being in a relationship. Sometimes it gets to me. I say, man, what am I doing? I should, I should be out there looking for women. I should be out there getting pussy. Making friends. And trying to find Mrs. Right. You know, I mean... Having kids. Settling down. Living the dream. And then a part of me says... In the back of my mind... That that's not what you want. You don't want to have kids. You don't want to have to come home to a nagging wife or a girlfriend... At the end of the day... It makes you listen to their opinions and what they think and how they feel. They berate you on how you feel. You know. So then I sit back and I look from the other side of the fence. And I say, you get to come home and do whatever you want, whenever you want. You don't have to please anybody else except for you. The point of life is true happiness. Like I said earlier, and if you can't find true happiness from within, if you need somebody to be around you in order to be happy, you're not truly happy. You're just living a, a shell. You're just living in a shell, like a locust. So, if you were to, if, if somebody that was married to somebody was to just separate away from them for like, three months, they'd probably realize how better off they are without them, honestly, and how great life really is without having a spouse. <laughs> well, there goes the train. That good old train that comes by late as fuck and early in the morning. <laughs> That's something crazy, too. fucking train. I've been home since 11 o'clock. For the past two hours, I haven't heard a train. And now all of a sudden, it turns 1 o'clock in the morning and the fucking train has to blow its horn through town. podcast is getting pretty close to the end and I gotta still soak my feet and um, probably grab another beer so I don't have to get up again and I'm gonna make another podcast that way I don't get too in-depth into discussing something and I can't finish talking about it because that always pisses me off. But anywho. Till the next one. It was real. It was fun. But it wasn't real fun. See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle signing off. <laughs>